Welcome to Time for Success, Business Owner Moms Edition. And this is a show where we really dive into the stories of business owner moms and uh, really get to how they define success, what that means to them, and maybe you know some little nuggets that they might have along their journey. All, all, all parts of the journey, as I was talking with um, my guest, Melissa, in all parts of the journey, because uh, so often we just kind of see the end and we think that uh, that's, that's, that's the, great, the full picture, but there's a whole story behind that. So uh, I do really want to quickly thank uh, our sponsor, uh, Linda Baker, with uh, Damsel in Defense. Uh, they're defense products to really empower women and men. Uh, to be able to to defend themselves in, in you know non lethal ways you know that's that's kind of hopefully the best ways most of the time um, to to be able to protect themselves so um, you know for more information uh, you can reach out to her at uh, Linda Baker Damsel Pro at gmail dot com or six three six two four eight one five five zero so we've got uh, Melissa. Anne, and oh my gosh, your your Facebook says Melissa Ann. I just put that on there. Man, I'm just a day of blanking. She so she comes on here too, and I'm trying to pla- uh, tag her her page, and I just had uh, Ryan uh, on business owner dads, and <laughs> I couldn't get his name because it starts with C O V, and hers is C O M complete. Couldn't get it on my head. Okay. So Melissa, thank you so much for joining the show. Can you tell everybody a little bit more about you and a little bit more about your business? Yeah. So I am <laughs> Melissa. And I um, am a mom of three. I have eight-year-old twins and a one-year-old at home. And I started um, Complete Harmony, so I teach yoga for youth. And um, I originally have a background in social work as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's such a neat niche, being uh, doing the yoga for youth. How did you kind of fall upon that specific niche? Yeah, so I was working at a non-for-profit. After I had my twins, I went and worked for a non-for-profit mm-hmm. and ran their support groups and their summer okay. camps for kids in foster and adoptive care mm-hmm. and realized, hey, bringing back yoga um, to um, help with movement, to help that mm-hmm. mind-body connection um, work and form after experiencing trauma wow. um, is so needed and huge. Yeah. So I went to yoga teacher training to heal a little bit of my own trauma mm-hmm. and then to also um, bring this back. And what happened and what I saw was is that how I wanted to do the classes um, and how maybe I was going to be able to bring them back under a grant funding would be a little different. Mm. So I just left and started my own own business to um, be able to do it more often, to be able to incorporate all the different elements that I I thought were really important. Um, And so that's kind of how I got into it is for my own healing and then also knowing that importance of that connection that needs to happen. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's wonderful. Um, I mean, so many, so many kids. You know, they have so many horrible things happen in life. I mean, yeah. and trauma is different for every individual, totally. right? I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm sure you've seen that. Yeah. Um, I mean, what, what are some examples? I mean, so I mean, you've got obviously the the, the horrible traumas of um, you know sexual abuse and those kind of things in life but yeah. i mean i'm sure you got kids from all different kind of backgrounds absolutely. right absolutely you know we have kids that are just afraid of going to school oh, um yeah. just the the fear of failure yeah. um, and so wondering how you get them um, wanting to leave the house or um, yeah. giving them techniques of calming down um, when they're at school and mm. the teacher says something and maybe they feel inadequate of doing that. Right. Um, kids right. who experience bullying. Mm. Um, sometimes I just have kids with mental health backgrounds and so um, obsessive compulsive yeah. disorder or impulse control tend to be some big ones that we wow. see 
also. Yeah. yeah. And so the, the yoga can actually even help maybe with the obsessive compulsive disorder. Yeah. Maybe giving them a way of breathing or removing themselves a little bit. Mm. And while it's no way um, a cure or something that can do, it's definitely a tool to add yeah. to the toolbox. So yeah. I work a lot with therapists one-on-ones. Oh. And, um, so that yeah. that's helpful too of, of where are you and, and what kind of tools can, can this bring and support you? Yeah. 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 Well, that's fantastic. So... Now, you have your own children, you're married, so you got your own family. I do. Can you tell us a little bit about your family? Oh, man. So I have a busy, busy family. <laughs> um, they've, again, I have two eight-year-old girls um, who are very active into everything mm-hmm. they can be active in. So basketball and putting on shows at home and taking care of their sister. And mm-hmm. um, I have a one-year-old who... Um, was a wonderful surprise and fate, oh, as my yeah. husband likes to call her. Um, we, we thought our family was complete. And then yeah. when I started Complete Harmony, a month after starting, I found out that we were expecting. And so that that was a journey to yeah. navigate. Um, but, you know, we... We love where we live, so we're able to walk and do bike runs, and um, that's what we call them in our house, bike runs, bike walks, because some people aren't on bikes. Um, <laughs> my husband, we love to go and do, you know, snake snake hunting and nature oh, really? walks. And, oh, neat. Yeah, so we try to be as active as we can, and yeah. which is another reason I started Complete yeah. Harmony, was so I could be home and go to these events with them and yeah. spend time with my kids and those things. That's wonderful, to be, yeah. to be able to spend more time with them. Yeah. So I, I I can't I can't just skip over the the snake hunting though. Uh, so yeah. tell me more about the snake. Oh my hunting. gosh! So um, my husband has just loves snakes and reptiles and frogs and all of these things. All right, all right and cool. so ever since they've been little, they go creaking and look for these. In fact, a friend just got him some snake gloves for oh, Christmas. Okay, I didn't uh, know there so, were snake gloves. I mean, so you okay. can pick up those poisonous ones. Well, yeah, <laughs> no, I mean that that makes a lot of sense. Yes, yeah. so he has those, so we can go look for those rattlesnakes that supposedly Greensfelder has. Who knew? Mm. My dad's a park ranger, so he told okay. us about these. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. No kidding. Um, so this is something that we really like to do, and my kids now are obsessed with it. My daughter wants to be a, um entomologist, so studying bugs oh, and um, loves to just pick those up and run with them. So, so and his love is, is carried over to, to oh your daughters. Gosh. Yes, <laughs> and I love that. I just love seeing them grasp onto like little things that like are important snakes. to us. Yes, with gloves. <laughs> oh, with gloves. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think you're trying to say that they grasp onto little things that totally. you try to... <laughs> and that, and that <laughs> we love. <laughs> and then it becomes a part of them. And I love that. Like the yeah. yoga. They attend the yoga classes That's too. Great. And they just, they pick up on that and they love that. And they love the snakes that he brings to the table. And it's mm-hmm. just, we're all contributing mm-hmm. to something of a greater good. And I just, I just really love watching them yeah. decipher what's important to them. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, so I, I guess your husband def- might define success part of that in terms of, you know, just being able to go out and enjoy nature and uh, and, and, and look for the, the, the snakes and the little, I mean, just the things that he enjoys. It's kind of a yeah. hobby for him. Yeah. But uh, how else does your family like define success? Yeah. So my husband is actually a CPA. And wow, so he's cool. a numbers guy. The numbers guy too. He's a numbers that's guy, great. and I am not. I am a, <laughs> I am a heart emotional person, and um, and Naturally. I feel like that's okay. a compliment to yeah. each other, right? Yeah. Um, 
but I think then we define success a little bit differently at times. And mm. so um, I think for him, making sure that um, he can provide for all of us in that right. that money aspect is there okay. and that um, we're both either contributing or that he's contributing enough that we can um, fill fulfillment in the areas that are of interest to us mm -hmm. um, is really important to him. But I know yeah. it's also important to both of us that our kids have their parents' um, support 100% yeah. and that they feel loved no matter who they are um, and where life takes them. And mm -hmm. I think giving them the quality of time mm. is is what is really important there to know that my parents are not too busy mm -hmm. for me. And so I think like success is defined in those typical avenues of finances. Um, yeah. But for us, it's also just time and who you invest in and where you go from there in your life. So um, where my kids go and who they fight for and support and yeah. where they go. And I just love that. And yeah. so that's a little bit about how we view that differently, but yet together right. at the right. same time. Well, you know, and, and I love what you say about time because uh, I think uh, I think it said that kids spell love T-I-M-E. Yeah, right? <laughs> it is. Yeah. Yeah. Being able yeah. to spend that, that extra time with them. Yeah. So, um, and that's great that they're able to get involved with the yoga class. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And they I have one daughter and she just wants to teach it all the time. Yeah. So she's looking at it as like now a family business that she can yeah. take over. Right. Yeah. So it gives her like hope for, for the future or something that she can do or yeah. be successful at. And I really want them to feel that they can be successful at something. Yeah. Yeah. Now, uh, at eight years old, though, is she is she able right. to lead a class all on her own? No, no, not quite so, there yet. Still working no, on it. We're working, Still working on, on, it. on it. She okay, introduces right. some games, and okay, so okay. And in our classes, there's a lot of choice and a okay, lot of okay. involvement from kids because oh, okay. with trauma, you lose that. Mm. You lose that choice. You lose that okay. um, ability to make those decisions. Hmm. And so, when there's a game that comes up and a kid's really excited that they've played it before, if they want to try to introduce the directions on how to play, let's try that out. Absolutely. And okay. if it doesn't make sense to somebody, let's try to word it a different way. Yeah. Because there's a lot more to yoga than just doing these shapes and movements yeah. and mindfulness. There's a lot of social interaction mm -hmm. and connecting to your community and connecting to yourself. Yeah. So giving kids that outlet and ways to do that is important. So while she can't lead a class just yet, not, not quite she, there, but she does, working on it. She does the games yeah, and she introduces yeah. them or sometimes they come up with a project that they want to introduce mm -hmm. at class where mm -hmm. they're like, Mom, we could make a mandala out of this and it would be so fun to do. A mandala? Like, a mandala. So it is um it's a circle. It's it's just literally I believe it literally means circle right. and it's used for mindfulness and meditation. Mm -hmm. So you can create patterns within those circles and color okay. them in and just kind of put your mind focused on one thing. Okay. Okay. And so we're doing a whole series of mandalas right now cuz the kids absolutely adore them and love them um and so sometimes they just come up with things at home and i'm like sure let's try it and yeah and you introduce it yeah yeah, yeah. well it's good that you you foster that creativity yeah uh, with them to, to allow them the freedom to explore and figure some things out and, and all that so that's great yeah. um so it sounds like your yoga classes are a little bit different than the typical yoga class that somebody absolutely. might go to at the gym or something yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah, 100% differently. Yeah. So how how would you differentiate what those look like? I mean, 
so the audience knows a little bit better because I mean so they might be thinking about, oh this is great maybe I'll just take my kid to the gym but it sounds to me like your program yeah. is 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 special yeah so yeah. kids yoga in general is a little different because okay. there's a lot more uh, movement and games and a lot of places incorporate art and music mm-hmm. one thing that I always say about my yoga program is while we do do a lot of movement or asanas as they call them in yoga mm. we really focus on that mindfulness mm. we really focus on those um, learning coping skills and building community because what we find is is that kids, especially those with mental health, special needs, trauma, they have a harder time um, working on those interactions and um, maintaining those emotions. Huh. Um, regulation. We see a lot of, of those things just with kids okay. in general. But yeah. um, And so working on some mindfulness techniques and bringing in like, hey, in yoga today, we played with Play-Doh. And we all made um, an animal that we thought we would like to be. So when I get really, um, I feel my body getting really busy. Okay. I know that when I was in yoga that that Play-Doh calmed me down. And so Mm. it's giving them other tools that they can associate with Hmm. calming. Okay. Or mindfulness or different things like that. Okay. Um, We use different languaging. So because we're trauma informed, mm-hmm. um, you'll hear me, I try not to use the word pose. You hear a pose a lot in yoga classes. Um, mm. But for trauma okay. informed, we, we try to t- stick with the word shape um, hmm. and movement and different things like that. Our goal is that no kid, no matter what circumstances they're in, will we can't avoid triggers, but if we could, yeah. um, to avoid those and help them feel successful. Yeah. So our classes are smaller. There's normally no more than eight kids in a class, okay. just so that they're not having to navigate all of those relationships when relationships are hard in and of themselves yeah. and your anxiety is building up because there could be 20 kids in this class and mm. there's not going to be. You're, you're going to navigate these only these little relationships. And if you don't want to navigate them, that's okay. Again, okay. there's a lot of choice. Um, invitational language. So I always tell the kids, this is your time. This is your um, class. And if mm. your body, you need to listen to your body because you're disconnected from it. So if your body says, yeah. I need to nap for 45 minutes during this class, then that's what you can do. You can curl up on the mat. You can grab a bolster and a blanket. I can show you how to make a really cool restorative pose. And you can take a nap. And I actually did have a kid sleep for 20 minutes. Restorative shape. Yes, restorative <laughs> shape. You're right. It's so hard. So it, I'm sure you, it is. Like, right. Yeah. Yes. When you go through yeah. training, you're taught these things. And then you're like, oh, my gosh, yes, actually, this is better. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, we teach them those. But really, it's listening to your body. If your body yeah. says, I need to rest, rest. If your body says, I need to roll up in a yoga burrito, meaning you start at one end of your mat and you roll all the way to the other, holding onto your yoga mat. So you're in like a burrito. Yeah. And that, that compression helps you feel your body a little bit more. If you need to spend 10 minutes in that while we're doing something else, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Um, so giving them that choice of, you know, when you're ready, I'm going to stand on my two feet in this shape called mountain. Yeah. And so when you're ready, you can join me. And if you become not ready and we move on, just jump in wherever you're ready to. Yeah. So they do look a little different than those classes at the Y right. um, or at the gym. Um, and there's hmm. nothing wrong with those classes because they sure. all have a purpose and right. meaning. They yeah. just, we have a different goal in mind in ours. Well, it sounds like, you know, you, you think of yoga and you kind of think of like Pilates and you think of like, you know, you have to do the, the, the poses, right, yeah. or the shapes. And yeah. and, uh, and and that's that's what it 
kind of means to people. It's more, it's like a means of exercise to right. a degree. Right. Um, but for you, I think there's a, an aspect of yoga that's, that's more towards the, the mindfulness mm-hmm. and the peace and the calm. And that's kind of more so what you're, you're focused on and, and some of the shapes and all that just augment that right yeah they help help with that yeah they help with that mind-body connection that Mm -hmm. we need when we've lost that yeah yeah Yeah. well it's interesting too you know you kind of let the the kids um learn to to better understand their bodies and and their needs and where they're at Mm -hmm. um i mean because a lot of times i mean just talking about success right kind of going back to that topic you know we we forget to kind of check in where we are, mm-hmm. you know, and, uh, you know, so we have kind of these big goals, but we, we don't always check to see, okay, so where am I in relation to that? Or, I mean, if, does it really make sense to go for that today? Or do I need to pay attention to myself and my body and, and sleep? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Do you ever run into that where you're like, oh, I got to do a self check. All right. I know yeah. I want to go and, and do this, but I got to Take, take a step back. I actually did that once. I was on my way to a networking meeting, this yeah. whole networking world. So I'm really new to the business world in and of itself. Okay. And so I was on my way to a networking meeting and I, I pulled up and I sat outside and I took a breath and I just said, I am not supposed to be here. Hmm. My body is telling me that I am not going to be hmm. okay here. And um, it wasn't anything with the meeting or the people. I mean, it was a wonderful thing, I'm sure. I did not stay. (laughs) It probably was a wonderful thing. It was probably a wonderful thing. And um, but what I noticed is I I needed to focus on what was happening within myself. And so I went to another place and worked alone and realized that I was very overwhelmed with what was on my plate Mm. and what I needed to focus on and taking time away from that to network at that moment was was going to make me even more stressed in the long run and i'm just so glad that subconsciously or something i knew yeah what i needed and yeah. um, i ended up actually running into somebody really a significant interaction at the coffee shop as well at that same time and i was like i was just supposed to be here and yeah and that's okay and so yeah sometimes yeah. we we have to step back and acknowledge what's happening deep within our bodies and because they it knows right. it's a part of us and we know when we're overwhelmed and but when we're disconnected and we don't take that time then we live up in our head yeah and we don't feel that and so i have to remind myself that while i'm teaching kids these amazing tools i need to utilize them too yeah even yeah. when i'm parenting because sometimes <laughs> i feel like that's the most when i'm like overwhelmed and in my head and not understanding and i'm like i need to i really need to feel grounded here oh i remember we would whip out a drum and start marching so we do that at our home we just whip out a drum and start marching to feel the earth beneath our feet and connected and there's different tools that we can use to help kids but also help ourselves and force ourselves to be like (laughs) okay you're here (laughs) so so one of the things that you do to, to keep, I guess, uh, calmness and sanity in your house mm-hmm. is you use some of the techniques to, to redirect and, and to bring back that mindfulness. I mean, that's 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 yeah. got to be a, a phenomenal tool set. Now, they do say that the cobbler's children has no shoes, right? I know. Right? So, I know. So, I mean, it, it, it can be tough. <laughs> it can be. So, what do, what do you do? Like, how do you kind of recenter yourself to, to get yourself back mm. in the moment? Is there a certain phrase or certain thought or certain visual image or is there just like uh 
Is there like a trigger that for you, does your husband jump in? <laughs> yeah. So there are times when he has to jump right. in, right? Because I think that when you have your partner, you know right, what right. each other's, like when you're escalating to a right. point. Yeah, you're like, let's just go over here, children. Right. I've right. had that yeah. happen right. when my you kids know, were little ones. Yeah. I really hate, like having my hair pulled is like, oh, and like one of my oh. kids like jumped on my hair and was pulling oh, it. And yeah. I was like... And he was like, oh, okay, we're just going to come over here. <laughs> so you have to know, right? You read yeah. other people's yeah. body languages. Um, I think it's so important for the partners to, to know that with each other and, and mm-hmm. be there for each other. Yeah. I mean, I, I just saw an article yesterday that talked about, uh, you know, research shows that, um, you know, having a good you know, partner, a partner plays a big role in success if you Absolutely. guys can, can work together well. So Yeah. And so, I think that that's been really key as we've navigated this business because, yeah. again, like I said earlier, business is a whole new world for me. I come yeah. from the world of social work where you're part of an agency and you wrap around and support each other yeah. and you have coworkers mm-hmm. and just amazing supports. And when you leave that and you do a business on your own, it's lonely. And I wasn't expecting right. that. And yeah. um, my husband being a CPA is very busy, mm. um, especially this time of year, right? It's tax season yeah. um, and things are starting to pick up for me. And so um, not having that, person to like bounce ideas off of or be able to center with was really hard and so i think it's been a matter of stepping back taking a deep breath i do some energy work myself to kind Mm -hmm. of calm down um and then making sure that i voice specifically what it is that i need to him um he's not good at guessing and i wouldn't be good at guessing either so i don't think that that's a man (laughs) woman thing i really think that some we're just not good at guessing sometimes um what's the difference in expectations like i mean you you we all i I say that we all kind of live in our own version of reality yeah you know because we we filter them through our our past experiences right i mean the word pose to some people mm-hmm. is is okay okay yeah that's fine i mean yeah. there's, there's no real reaction to it mm-hmm. whereas somebody who's been through some trauma possibly related to that it, it could be a trigger word so Absolutely. um so yeah it's important to realize that even though we think a certain way the other person might not right right and so you can step in yeah so yeah. i've noticed that being forward and like i just really need you to like listen to what's happening and like yeah help me like pick it apart or just tell me that I'm doing the right thing or tell me (laughs) not to do something because it's too overwhelmed. Like, because sometimes it just gets to be so much um, that I can't figure it out. So, right. Right. Yeah. So, um, we're getting, we're getting kind of tight on time. We got uh, the three minutes. So I'd love to know a little bit more about kind of maybe where you're starting to offer some of your classes Mm -hmm. um, and also, you know, how people can get involved or or where they can find more information about getting involved. Please please share that. Yeah. Yeah. So we teach classes right now um, out of Empowered Spaces, which is in Shrewsbury. Okay. Um, And it's a therapeutic office with a attached or detached garage where that's a yoga studio. Wonderful. We're looking for our own home base Mm -hmm. because kids yoga has a lot of supplies. So we're looking to have stationary With a big closet. Yes, right? <laughs> yes, a big closet. Um, you can register for our classes online at our website. Okay. So do I, you want me to say? Yeah. Oh, it's oh yeah. Tell, yeah. www.completeharmonystl.com. Yeah. And you can just sign up for classes there. You can email, you can call, okay. text, whatever works for you. What's your email address if somebody wants more information? Yes. And your phone number, please. Okay, it's just my name. So Melissa Darker, it's D-I-E-R-K-E-R. Yeah. At completeharmonystl.com. 
gmail.com. Yeah. And the phone number is 314-649-0108. Awesome. And again, awesome. text, call. Um, we do Girl Scout troops, schools. Okay. We're just going into schools that are, schools are becoming more trauma-informed and yeah. realizing that that movement and mindfulness piece is key yeah. um, when dealing with these things that are happening. And, and, and so I guess most likely if you're dealing with a group of kids, mm-hmm. you know, you don't necessarily have to, quote-unquote, know if somebody's been involved with some sort of trauma. Right. It's no, because never. statistically, probably, mm-hmm. and it might just be good to have something somebody Absolutely. like you come in and do something yeah. like that yeah. uh it you know it might it might help somebody move forward that you yeah. you don't even know what's going on in the yeah. personal world yeah i have a friend a therapist who always says trauma informed is just everybody informed right it's right. just for everybody yeah so yeah. it just makes sure everybody's successful and and well taken care of awesome awesome do you have a quick we got like 45 seconds do you have like a quick mindfulness tip like a jingle no. No. <laughs> <laughs> um you know my kids really like to do um some belly breathing so we Ooh, take a stuffed okay. animal or a furry friend uh, yeah. knee babies are good place it on your stomach lay on your back on your side you can sit however you want to do it okay um and you just try to use your breath to push your stomach out oh. with your breath and bring it in so you're moving that okay. furry friend with you. Oh. Um, but again, because we're trauma-informed, you pick which shape you want to be in. So right, sitting, right. laying, yeah. however. That's wonderful. That's a yeah. good life for kids. Yeah. That, that music scared me. It came in fast. <laughs> Woo! All right. So you probably saw me jump. All right, man. This has been Matt Barbie. <laughs> and Melissa Durker with uh, Time for Success, Business on Our Mom's Edition. Thank you, everyone. <laughs>